Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, you know what tonight is? That's right, it's Tuesday night, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, myself, minus the Vixens. Sorry, all you Vixen lovers, but Rose won't be with us tonight. She's stuck at work along with our scheduled guests. So, our friend down in North Carolina, Spike Littlejohns, uh, was gracious enough to join us and take their place. So, without further ado, let's head over to the other studio and talk to you-know-who. What the flip's going on? Hey, YouTubers and friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. Uh, I had some things, I had a thing clicked off, sorry about that everybody, live entertainment for you, how you doing tonight, Jesse, Dano, and Spike? What's up, buddy? What's up? How's, every, how's everybody? What's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> Tuesday night, hey, now I'm, what, what the flipping name do you think? Up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> my blood pressure, I tell you. Heavy Metal Detective says you got some pretty flowing locks tonight, sir. Why, thank you, Heavy Meadow. Thank you. I float away. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Well, mine's cutting out, Tide, too. I was thinking I read the beard. Tidewater Magnet Thrower. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Mr. Lodak. What's up, world's greatest, bestest, mostest moderator on the inner zone? David Villa, what's up? Arizona Mort Squad. AZ Mort Squad. Tuesday night, hey now live is what's up. Thank you, Abby Metal. Well, Dennis Hendrickson here also. What's up, Dennis? Yeah. Dennis. I see all kinds of really good people. JP Lawson and more. Stephen Howden. Benzo, Benzo the double deuce demons on there. Yeah, Benzo Bonanza. Or, oops, I mean, Benzo Gold. Benzo oh, Bro. Tidewater Magnet Thrower. Hello. Oh, there's the other Ed. What's up, Ed? HD. HD, is that work? Say hi yep. to Judy for us when you get home. Small Town Adventures, Tim. Um, everybody give a good prayer for Tim. He's uh, watching us via the hospital. I hope you heal quickly, our friend. Jonathan Friend, how you doing? Moto Mylene. What's up, Moto? Hey, you guys. How you <laughs> doing, Charlie? It's good to see you. Uh, it's good to see our British Columbian friends in the house. Speaking of British Columbia, 
I got your wife's little package right here, Dano the Mano, and I have Jason Keats right here. Woo. Oh, speaking of packages, I, I finally got that package shipped out uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I just blew my mind. Just... Oh, I knew I forgot something. I knew there was something. I couldn't think of what it was, you know. I just... So, GS, you'll, you'll have it in a few days. Friday. It says Friday. 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 Van Diamond Gems. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Morning. Good morning, our Tasmanian friend. It's he's been the, they've been this way for a while and now I forget their original name. <laughs> guys, you guys, there's Mrs. JP and the Bulldog. JP, it's good to see you and the Bulldogs. Woof. Hey, you know, uh. I saw I saw a video Jeff put out a while back that I missed somehow. Jeff, doing adventures out there that was crazy. Oh. Urban yes, Explorer, Neil, how you doing, Neil? Emma, good to see you. I hope everything's good in the UK. Well, there's our old buddy Patrick slipping in here. At least he's not lurking tonight. Hey, Patrick Moore. How you doing, Pac? Patrick. Um, everybody, if you're interested in van life, my friend Neil of Urban Explorer has a really good channel. Check him out. He's a really good bloke. Good old mate. Hey, he says he'd like to pop in and say hi to the crew. Oh, yeah. Neil's that kind of guy. He, Neil would say, we have the best damn gold prospecting live stream there is on YouTube. Yeah, I, I uh, it's a shame too, because there, there was more than one. Uh, Emma's in bed. I've just finished editing a four day vid. The new van tour. Excellent, excellent. Awesome. And if you're over in the UK and need someone to build you a van, I believe Neil's doing that stuff now. Uh, he could let me know if I'm right or wrong in the chat, but I'm sure he will. Um, Ert Radio! Ert Radio! You're on yeah, time he, enough. Uh, yeah, did, uh, did Patrick? Yeah, he's cool. He's within that eight-minute window. Yeah, yeah. Hey! <laughs> Did you see Patrick's Jack video? Lisa? Who? Patrick Moore's video. The one he texted us? Yeah. Yeah. The crowd daddy? Yeah, it was big. It was like that was a big. lobster. That was a big crowd daddy. That was almost a lobster. <laughs> no doubt. Freshwater lobster. It was yeah. big. A little garlic butter he'd be eating. Yep. Butter it up. Butter it up. Nothing to tell. No gold? Oh, no. Because uh, he's up above no. upstream of me now, isn't he? Of yep, where I was at. Where you were. Yeah. Little ways, not too far away. 
where you were is now an island from his tailings. Mud crustacean. Um, That's great. Thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, Neil. Thanks for the, the super chat. CJ, um, AZ, I don't know about this time, you know, you're fairly new to our stream, so, and we're not really, uh, you know, we promote other channels and stuff, yes. But it isn't like, uh, pat my back, I'll pat yours, you know. Right. Um, I don't mind yeah, some wow. promotion, um, but, you know, hang out, get to know us, you know. Uh, a wrench is pretty much earned, or it's uh, given to our guests. Uh, nothing personal, of course. So. Unless we know you well in another handle, I don't know. So, um, did I see Paul in here? Sonia, how are you tonight? Hey, Sonia. Uh, Scuba Sonia, I see Paul and Belinda is probably with Paul, American Woodland Relics. Scuba, Scuba Sonia, our gal. Nice heart for you. Tidewater Maggie. Uh, somewhere with Tidewaters. Duh. <laughs> what? There's only one place in the world, right? I doubt it. Okay. Anything coastal, I would take it. I would think you'd be by water. Virginia. Oh, well, definitely. That's pretty coastal. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome and welcome again, all of you. Welcome. Um, Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, outdoor. Oh, check this out. Wait a minute, Ed. Look at your YouTube screen. My YouTube screen. Look at your likes and dislikes. I have no likes and dislikes. You have no numbers. No, it's just like and dislike but i see we have 21 likes in my in my i don't have unnecessary windows up right now jesse i have my live studio up and my encoder and you guys in there yeah well i've, I've just never seen it without numbers well it's you know they're going the oh don't hurt people's feelings we're gonna stop showing dislikes and stuff is that like everybody gets a damn trophy i guess so i i always looked at it as two dislikes equals a thumbs up anyway it's all interaction so if you care to interact thank you very much it's good to Hello. see you, buddy. Terry Curry, what's up? Good morning. morning. Or good evening. Good evening. <laughs> T 
see a handful of my regulars in there, but I see a handful of people that aren't regulars at all on my channel. It I don't think I've ever seen them. back so. on YouTube disabled it. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't mind the other way, you know, uh, because it don't bother me. And actually, I think it helps. Yeah, but, you know, if they're going to give a thumbs down, they could at least say, well, your lighting was off. You could do this. I don't, I welcome constructive criticism, but if they're yeah, like, hey, you talk funny. Well, no shit. I've talked funny all my flipping life. <laughs> you know, oh, you look funny. Hey, so I look funny. Hey, I can't change that. I'm not going to go under the knife. But right. if it's like uh, your sound was a little low or crackly, blah, 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 or, you know, constructive criticism, I'm all for, you know. Yep. But, Magnetic Squash, how are you tonight? Up, Squatch. Hey, Squatch. I, right, I, think, I think, you know, criticizing is good if it's done in a constructive way, you know. I am not a hippie, CJ. I'm a flipping long hair. You don't see no daisies in my hair, do you? Our friend from the Great White North at home with CJ. Ah, scuba, Sonia. You don't love you too. Actually, I love all of you. All the Flash fans. <laughs> Don't know what I'd do without y'all. Uh, all except for that Patrick. We just kind of tolerate him. Yeah, that Patrick Moore dude. <laughs> yeah. Says you too many hand signals, Ed. How about this one? <laughs> I, said, I got one to show you. I got one. <laughs> Sorry if there's any kids watching. Two of them. <laughs> but, you know, some people have it coming to them. <laughs> Sonia, Sonia, we love our Patrick. He's he's our he's our pack mule. We love oh, our Patrick. Patrick's a good friend of ours, very good friend of ours, Sonia. Uh he knows we're just uh blowing smoke up his woo and just like he is to me, you know. So it's all in good fun and love. He's he's a brother of another mother. Oh, you're teasing. <laughs> Hi, Vicky, Ryan. How are you? Vicky. Hi, Vicky. At home with CJ. <laughs> Gold Adventures. Mini High Banker Geo Sluice Drop Riffle Sluice. Oh, uh, Jack from. Gold Fever Adventures and Gold Fever Radio is um, checking out one of your competitions there, Spike. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, Jack. Jack's kind of hard-headed sometimes. I told him how good they worked, what, three years ago? And he's, oh, them things don't work. So, well, he finally believes. That's cool. You know, I was selling that, that exact box from California Sluice when the California Sluice guy was making them for years before I quit selling them and he went out of business. 
So, you know, to move things move and it happens, you know, so. Right, right. Uh, oh, that's, that's too bad. Um, oh, I lost it. Who were those brothers oh. from Arizona we met at the gold show? Uh, the Wilsons? Wilson brothers, yeah. Right. Wilson prospecting. They they bought out some of California sluice box stuff, if I remember right. Correct. Okay. okay. I think they mostly bought the trommel deal. Yeah. As far as I remember. Yeah, and the, <laughs> That's what they were pushing, the trommel. The, the trommel and the cleanup. The little bucket sluices. Right. Right. Jesse worked real hard on getting us a trommel, but didn't quite seal the deal, did you, Jesse? You didn't know. Darn it. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> uh, check out AZ Mort Squad. He's good people. We'll definitely check him out. Uh, Mr. Lodak, if you could throw out a link to his channel, you know, and I'm not telling anyone to do anything, but if you like it and it appeals to you, by all means. Yes, we only, you know, we only ask you to, to like ours if you like it. If you don't like it, you don't want to subscribe, that's fine too. Yep, that's fine. That's but fine. share us out anyways. Well, you know, the the ones that don't like your stuff that subscribe hurt you more than they help you because they don't do anything for you in the algorithm to keep you moving. So, well, you know, the you know. old the old algorithm was by a view base and it didn't matter if you view, viewed for a minute or the whole length. It was all view based and liked based. The new algorithm is all watch time so if you i i could have a million subscribers and if no one watched it would do me much more harm than if i had five subscribers and people would watch all my videos all the way through you know oh yeah that that and click through rates are two things that they watch so much now so. yeah yeah and, and you could find out all about it through the YouTube formula put out by Daryl Eves. <laughs> it's not a bad And I'd rather have people subscribe to my channel that like what I'm putting out well, as, yeah, opposed to just, yeah. as opposed to just doing some for some type crap. Well, I, don't, I don't endorse that, you know. Right. I, I want real participants in the Flash fam and you know well, so. yeah well i'd rather do a live and have 15 people on it but all of them are there because they want to see what i'm doing and they stay the whole time right then yeah. then do one and have you know people drop in stay 30 seconds or 10 seconds or you know so the ones that are really into it that's the cool thing that's ones we love you know that's that's the family you know that's right. like fast family and it's everybody has a family like that's what you need you know so yeah and like scuba like sonia says uh Make sure you hit that bell too, uh, no, uh, all. That way you'll get notified when you put out a new video. Yeah. Gary Otis. Yeah, you know, and to be honest, if it's 34 in here like now or 
four in here. I, I'm still doing what I'm doing because I love it. Love you guys. You would be on 24-7 if you could. If I could, I probably would. I love I live streams. I love streaming. How many, how many live streams were you on this weekend? This well, last weekend? <laughs> um, probably a few. Yeah, I, 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 I know three for sure. <laughs> well, and I'm also doing this thing through the, the YouTube channel. It's a creator channel called Livestream and Pros, and they're having live every day, April, where you kind of work on your demons that haunt you in your live streams or get... Even though I, you know, I'm pretty shy and timid. I'm camera shy. I don't like the camera or talk. So I, I thought I'd join this so I'd be work towards being a better live streamer, and that's what it's all about. It's absolutely free. Too bad enrollment closed yesterday, but I, I did a live stream over on the Facebook group. Because you're committed to do a live stream every day for the whole month. And oh, that's she, four then. <laughs> gives you an assignment and a topic, and you work on that. <laughs> so I have an hour commute home. I'm getting ready for that live stream. I get a, notif uh, a message from outdoor treasures oh i can't get off work they won't get me let me off work i gotta work for nine until nine i'm spraying corn i'm like oh bummer tell your boss he's a fucking ass Boop. he's an ass Boop. and you know you know anus corpus. He, he's an a oh anus corpus. And, and 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 hi melanie how are you hi richard um and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And I'm talking to HD Shovelhead on the phone. And I'm, I'm, I'm going in like five different directions. And Ed's like, well, <coughs> pardon me. <laughs> it's Spike. Spike will do Spike it. Spike would probably do it. He'll do it. And I'm like, yeah, I just talked to him yesterday and he offered if I ever needed someone to hop in, he'd be there. So, you know, I let my fingers do the walking and the talking. It's Spike! And voila. So you ended up with me. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm really sorry, everybody. I'm really sorry. Well, I am too. I'm, I know y'all are disappointed. I can tell you that. I'm sure y'all are just really disappointed. <laughs> But hey, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here with you. A lot of nights I come in and I stay down in the bottom and look, stay a while and watch what's going on and or I'll have it on listening while I'm doing other things. But yeah, I'm glad to be here with you tonight, filling in. I mean, you know, I've spent a lifetime filling in for people that couldn't get their job done. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you, Spike. You know you're a friend of flashing your pants. Yeah, I got you a box working for a, I got you a box working for the bash. So, uh, see, we can get you some stuff up there for that. All right, cool. Right on. What and, is um, a good way to season a new plastic pen, gold pen? Well, oh, Spike, yeah. here, let's, let's let our guests 
tell you how to. He's a seasoned prospector, worked up in Nome, Alaska for many years, been digging the dirt for eons. Spike Little John, could you please explain to our friend, uh, American Woodland Relics, how to season a pan? Well, I would suggest the first thing would be take that thing and get it in a sink full of dishwashing detergent and rub it up and scrub it and get all the mold release off of it. And then take some real fine sandpaper and round this way in around it. This way, not up and down, but around the bowl. And just kind of give it a little scratch. And then the bottom of it, the same thing, a little roundy, roundy scratch in that. And then rinse it real good. And then go to work. And it doesn't need much more than that. So now what I do is I take another one just like it and set on top of it. But I drill about, well, as many quarter inch holes in it as I can before I do that. And that's what I use for a classifier. And it works really well too. So. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Davis from Geosluice Mining here. Hey, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Welcome. How you doing, Jeff? Ellsworth, how you doing? I hope you're doing well, Ellsworth. Hope the girls are doing well. Getting excited. June's going to be here before we know it. <laughs> oh, boy. That's it's, uh, getting closer and closer, dude. You're more than welcome, Paul. Let the madness begin. Yeah, I hope I answered his question good. He said, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hi, Colleen. Colleen's, Colleen's watching, but she can't. We can't see her in the chat room. Oh, there's Mark Miller. What's up, Mark? How you doing, Mark? Mark, Colleen, how you doing, Raven and Skipper Rock? I mean, Smacker Rock. I know that's getting <laughs> yeah, Smacker Rock. We mustn't forget Smacker Rock. No, no. We don't want him they're, to feel left out. They're a duo. Yeah, and I don't. I'd, I'd love to join y'all for the flash bash, but I'm fixing to have to have a little work done with the doctors, so uh, I'm probably not going to be able to get out and do that kind of thing for a little while here. I'm just going to be stuck working at the house. Well, there, there will always, there'll be a Flash Bash 2021 or 22. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, I understand that. This year's just not the year. Last year was back surgeries, and this year's a little bit of skin surgery. So, hey, we'll get through. Everything's okay. Well, last year, you also had that fire, too, didn't you? Well, I burned the damn house down. But Yeah, I did. I, 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 I vaguely started. remember that. Yeah, I do, too. Really, I really remember it well. January the 20th, yeah. Burnt the whole place down almost. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, it was traumatic. And then started back surgeries on April 1st and had three of them before they quit doing them. So, uh, yeah, y'all don't even want to see that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that wasn't no fun. But, yeah, we back on it. I mean, I'm back making stuff and, uh, you know, shots back, new shots built and back up and running. Uh, water table, got that fixed and new, renewed and redone. I'm loving the way it works. Um, I made a special one for Ed. Because Ed kept complaining about all this lead he had. And I've been playing with some different ideas on my molds, making some different patterns and different things. And, and I'm trying to get some more intricate designs. And by doing that, I've been doing some 3D part sparks. Um, uh, 
you know, printing 3D parts and then gluing them on solutions like where I put the sucker bottles on the back. But also I've been uh, putting the 3D printed, like printing an insert that I can put in a mold and then pull the part down and put that into the mold. So I was trying to find out if that would work. So what I've done was this. Let me reach over and get it right quick. Sure. This is one of these gold rams. Y'all seen plenty of them, I'm sure. So now this this hadn't been trimmed out yet, so it's got to all be trimmed out. Let me get it over here, and where we can get it in front of the, the camera a little better for you. Okay, it's got to all be trimmed out, but you have this small depression right here. And let me pin you up again. Okay, sir. Let me do that so you can see it. Uh, all right. Okay, here you go. Let me see if I can get this thing up here. Okay, now the normal water tables are all trimmed off. Little flap comes over like this. The water comes up and it comes out of this sump. Oh man, this is hard to get on the camera. Comes up out of this sump and it's slow sliding down the table real smooth and a real fine little layer. Okay, and this depression right here, real small, you can see. This is where, let me get it up a little bit, sorry. This is where you put your gold, sweep it over into there and let it sit and then you and let it sit and then you sweep it into that little hole that goes down through one of these adapters and snuffer bottles threaded on the bottom. So, and then you've got a drop riffle at the bottom here that won't let anything get out. But you see this big old hole in this one? Yeah. Well, Ed said, here's the deal. I wanted to do, um, figure out if I could 3D print a piece and then mold on it. So I took one of my 3D printed parts, put it on a mold and pulled the mold and it did not hurt the part, did not hurt the ABS that I used for to make the part with. So I can make pretty much anything I want in a 3D print now on my 3D printer put it on my mold and make crazy little little things. So that's the way that looks. And so, but this one's got this huge big hole right here, right here. Right. And I haven't put anything in it because I'm gonna leave it for Ed to put all his lead in because he says he's getting so much lead, he needs a place to sweep it. Right, so, I, I like that. coming was... just for you to sweep your lead in, okay? All right, thanks. You, you know, I've been telling you, hey, do a flash in your pan model with two holes one for a bottle for the lead and one for the bottle for the gold and i guess that's the next best thing than what i've been yeah. bugging you to do yeah do me a favor ed uh go to open up the cameras and i'll just spin around and go to that one i'll plug that water table up and make it go once i can do that but i'm gonna be out of this camera when i do all right okay here we go watch this i'll pin that up there we go. Here, let me find a cord. I know it's bouncing, guys. I'm trying to get the cord power. There you go. That's starting to run down the table. Let me put a bottle on it. I know I'm spinning, guys. Sorry. Show y'all how this works. 
I'm going to take a snuffer bottle. Hope you all can see what I'm doing here. Can you all see that? Oh, other camera, Ed. It's a table. I'm over here. Yep, it's up. I'm going to fill this bottle up with water. Pouring it down just a tad. Just a tad. Okay, I'm going to fill the bottle up with water and then stick it on the bottom of the table. And it just screws right on the bottom in the thread right here. Got a little air in it. Get that out. Uh, Gary Shelton says he has an idea about a design. Well, I'm Everybody always open to listen to people talk to me about them. Okay. Let me see. Looks like it might have some gold in it, but it wouldn't be no fun just put gold in there by itself, would it? Oh. That wouldn't even be funny. That wouldn't even be fair. Uh, I'm looking for something. Hold on. Let me find something to dump with it. Okay. I got a bottle here, guys. I don't even know what's in this bottle. Okay. So, and it's dry. That ain't good. Let me wet it. <clears throat> I have no idea what's going to come out of this bottle when I put it on this table, guys. Except, see those little ones right there that stopped on the table? I don't know if you can y'all see those. See something. One, two, three, four, five. That just came out of that bottle that I dumped out. Watch this. Here we go. We're gonna put some more. I need to get y'all a light over here. I'm sorry I didn't have a light turned the right direction. Or get it closer. Down. Yeah. Sorry. No worries. I'm out of hands, Ed. <laughs> you called me up at last minute. I wasn't prepared for you, okay, brother? Hey. <laughs> normally, uh, I get everything lined up. On. normally, I get everything ready lined up for one of these right off the bat. So anyway, let me see if I can get that to move, and then I'll sweep this up and get this rock up. Now, this water table set up a little bit hot right now, the way it's been is running. I was running some super heavy black sand yesterday. Let me see if I can spin a light for you right quick. Uh, uh, that's a pretty small pump, Vicky. Only 350 gallons per hour. How big <laughs> that high banker would have to be really small. Well, clean up hey, a little mini high banker. What you thinking, mini. guys? Nice. nice. Now you see it? Now you seen me just dump that bottle on the table, right? Yeah. And the gold stayed there, and the black and the sand run away. And let's try and let's get this bottle dumped out. See what's in it, right quick. Okay, you just dump your supper bottle out at the end of the day. You put it on the water table. You take a brush and pick up a couple of these little stragglers and bring them back. Okay, everything's right there. So we're gonna take it all and bring it right over here. And dropping in that little depression I got. So I hope y'all can see what I'm doing. They're so small and they get hooked, hooked to me. Now all these little bitty holes. 
But see, when you get them to there, then you just take your brush and do them right like this, guys. Right down into that bottle. And that's the way that works. You can sit there and pick. There's a bunch of little bitty ones. I don't know if y'all can still see them, but look, right here, 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 there, there. Need to take the brush and take the time to move them all in. Oh, so y'all don't want to see my bathroom. Let me turn that camera around. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Oh, let me get my hand out of the. Uh oh, camera's upside down. Turn over. Audrey and Rach, great to see you, sisters. Hey, Audrey and Rach are in the house. I don't know why the camera's upside down. Let me see if it'll flip over when I flip it again. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now it's coming back, I think. There it goes. There you go. That's a, one of the couple of neat things. Anyway, the water table, I see y'all see the water table and that's what they look like. And uh, I got those on the market. I got a batch of them made and sitting out here ready to go. And I know water tables, a lot of places y'all see them 279, whatever, you know, the prices are, all them crazy prices they have. And well, they're $139 shipped. So that's what everything, ready to go. Add some dirt and some jet dry and some water. Mounted on your black plastic tub. That's the way they work. So, but I've got those going and I've had a request on my double deuce sluices that people wanted them in a heavier plastic. So we started making those, a batch of them in three sixteenths plastic, which is 50% heavier than the eight inch that most people are using. And, uh, really tough so uh i think we're gonna like that so the pump on the um the water table is like a 160. just for anybody that's looking there gary's helping somebody with some information about some pumps looks like here right now yeah vicky was wanting to know about the what size pump to use on her her high banker she just got uh, she was looking at pre something, and that's going to be too small. Definitely, I'd, I'd go between a eleven hundred and two thousand with it myself, or even twenty five hundred. It all or depends even, on yeah. how wide. Right. How wide is the sluice? It all depends on the sluice and well, it, it depends on and everything. There's a lot of factors. Depends on the width of the sluice and the ripple profiles, mostly. I think so. Well, it doesn't hurt to start with a bigger pump. You can always turn it down. It all, it also depends on the head too. How much, how high that pump has to lift the water. So, exactly. Um, there's up, Jason? factors. Good to see you, Flower Gold Wizard, Randy Lewis. Uh, 139 oh, US to oh. Canada, Randy Lewis says. Uh, and Mickey says it's uh, the Buckabilly sluice she got from you. Oh, no, that's way, way too, too 
little of a pump. Yeah. You're you're gonna your little gas pump you had would probably work better for that. Yep. Not some twelve volt pump, especially. You'd probably need two twenty five hundred pumps yeah. to run that sluice. You know the one with the dream mat we weren't using anymore jesse i talked to you about it yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i baking in colorado me involved smoking certain herbs uh, oregano yep parsley magnetic squatch this all makes my magnets look easy <laughs> uh, it kind of is, but throwing a magnet magnet all day is not easy either. No, I'm man, sure I tried that. It made my arm hurt. Uh, yeah, pulling up heavy pieces of iron stuff up from the creek up to a bridge—that's not easy work either. I've done it. <laughs> it's not easy. Uh, yeah, some pump might do it, Vicky. I I used. I used a sump pump with a little Jenny for a while until uh, I was able to purchase another gas pump. And so did Patrick Moore, if if memory serves me right. I use I use a, a pond pump for my cleanup solutions here at home. Well, plugger in. Yeah, I use a plug and pond pump for my uh, my spike strike cleanup water table um, yeah I, also... I use a bunch of different ones you know as far as pumps i use the water table loses a 160 i think uh the bucket concentrator uses a 500 the tubby concentrator uses a 800 and then when you get to the um the new double high banker the electric high banker i'm putting a 3400 on that thing so uh yeah. But yeah, man, it it's a beast. I mean, it goes through material like crazy. So yeah, that, and Vicky, that wouldn't hurt. Put a valve in there. No, not at all. Well, it wouldn't hurt at all. That way, yeah, you it's control. Good to have because... a way to regulate the water flow, anyway. Right. Sorry, didn't mean cut you off. No, that's yeah. all right. And yeah. and me me personally, I don't like the ball valves because when the when the water's flowing, they're too tight and they're really you you don't get enough control when you're turning off so you're pulling and it's just so hard i'd rather get like a, a gate just so much easier to operate yeah they are pricey yeah, i don't I, I just use good ball valves because i i you know gate valves fog up too much for me so um, you know, yeah, I, I try I to not get... run with them especially on the dc stuff but on an ac on a gas motor just turn the motor down you know most of the time and uh Right. Well, you got yeah. control of it there. Sure, yeah. you got control of it there. But and, and a lot of people are doing where they control a DC pump. They'll you know put something on to control the power to the DC pump, and you know and that slows it down time, and yeah. that works you know to control the water flow. But you got a certain amount of residual loss to the controls, and then you got the upkeep of worrying about when them controls burn out, which they will. And right. otherwise, an eight dollar valve usually fixes the problem. So. Yeah, give me a give me a good gate valve. And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Secret Creek Prospecting. Oh, yeah. Super chat. Thanks for the super chat. Bennett. 
Bedrock Bennett, the Nugget Slayer, is in the house. He's my hero when it comes to detecting. Gary, Tutos, are you lurking? Watch out for that Bennett. I think he might pass you. Yeah, he probably already did for this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> digging, digging it. Good to see you. Jeremy Cantor, what's up? Tuesday night ain't out lives. What's well, that's up? what's up. Low valve for blue bowl. I use I'd agree little, with that. I use a little valve that's right at my blue bowl. I use. I want to get one of those things Jerry has. What's that? It's a power knob where. Oh yeah, it's a real stat, right? Yeah, yeah. They know how to be able to hook you up with that stuff. Yeah, probably. For the right oh, price. For the right <laughs> price. For the right price. <laughs> Dano's always got the right price. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried two different speed controls, and both of them burned up. So I gave up and quit messing with them. I'm sure somebody's got a better design, but it wasn't worth my trouble to worry about it. Yeah, you got his from that. What's it called? Washington Creek Prospecting or something like that. Um, it's. Beach prospecting, Washington Beach prospecting, I think. And he, he's got one of these blue bowl, and it worked really well. Yeah. But now, blowing it up or not, I don't know. I know that, you can't answer that question until you know how long you've right. used it. Yeah, Bedrock, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd probably have to agree with you on that, but, man, you're pulling right up behind him. I'm telling you, you and uh, Topcat. Hard work pays off, and Ole. Ben and Ole. Uh, I'm not saying he isn't the king of the motherload, Bennett, my, our friend. Oh, and I don't want to show any disrespect to our friend Gary, none at all. He's, a, as you guys call him, the sensei. He's, and he's one real cool dude. Uh, right. But you're slaying it with the nuggets, my friend. Sure. Uh, these guys right here, they need to talk to you and Oli and Topcat even. Get you guys on Team Mind Lab. Oh, no kidding. Because no you kidding. guys are slaying the mother load early this season. Rose, what are you doing? Rose! You're supposed to be uh, celebrating your anniversary, not listening to our garbage. <laughs> you should be giving your husband some, hey, 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 some hey, birthday hey, loving. Hey, hey. You're not in there. So what the hell are you doing over there? Oh, yeah, we, yes, we, we miss you too, Rose. We love you, Rose. We miss you. You know, I, I often give you a little grief. <laughs> didn't come on because of her what one year is it one year already no it ain't their anniversary it's no his it's his birthday. birthday oh that's right oh birthday <laughs> present time that's right i'm sorry like dano <laughs> said in the chat 
Yes. <laughs> it goes a long way. <laughs> we, we won't bring that up here. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get into details. Not I was going to say she's probably turning red, but probably not. Nah, not Rose. Rose. Not Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Remember the list. Straight. Remember the list she gave us I at the last the flash bash for the LBPA? No. Yes. Took me by surprise, that's for sure. Bad girls. Bad girls. Oh, they're not no. bad. They're good. No. Oh, but they're good. It's bad, but it's good. It's bad girls, bad. They live up to uh, they live up to May West motto saying or quote. Uh, when I'm bad, I'm bad. But when I'm no, when I'm good, I'm good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. Yep, that was it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I have a question from Paul from Woodland uh, American Woodland Relics. That Henry Henry has been around for a long, long time, uh, Paul. And what you're describing is exactly that. I'm sure Spike Little John is familiar with the Henry Henry. Yeah, I think I might know exactly what he's talking about. Um, Most people uh, take a piece of four-inch or whatever. So I use a four-inch uh, black corrugated mm -hmm. pipe. Split it right down the side here and then put it onto a board or something to keep it nice and straight. And it makes a pretty good little cleanup sluice. It's just a bunch of drop ripples. It's got a rounded bottom, so it's kind of a right. little different, well, I, you know, uh, little different idea. But some people call them poop tubes, like it says there, Henry Henry. Yeah. Um, Henry Henry to me, when I think of Henry Henry, I go back to Alaska because one of our guys that was on the crew up there, his name was actually Henry Henry. No <laughs> joke. Yeah, Henry Henry. If you go look at his old videos, he was one of George's best old buddies, and he was a good panter, man. That dude could pan beach gold like nobody's business. Him and Blueberry John and some of those people I met up there was just unbelievable. So, you know, but yeah, uh, Henry Henry takes me back to there. This time of year, I'm dying because, <laughs> you know, this yeah, is the time of year I've been packing stuff and shipping it, you know, to be going up there, so. Um, and it's funny to me because I'm sure all of us have thought and have used those. Oh yeah, I, first, I, I made one when I first started too. You know, I I made one. I used some PVC or vinyl um, rain gutter, and I cut it so right. it could clip in well, that. And my, uh, <laughs> you know, you can you can take those things and make them, and take them and put them in the creek. And places, you know, where you know there's gold shedding. Oh, I've done And that pin them too. in the creek and leave them there and then go back and pick them up and dump them in buckets later on. And, there, you know, there, what's the worst it can be? The waste of effort? 30 years ago, I used a bit of poop tube and a little bit of um, PVC piping, thin, thin wall. And I forget what Sasha was. And I heated it up and I bent it and I called it my alpine sluice because it was light. I could pack it in anywhere and set it up in a heartbeat and it was nothing more than some drain pipe and some poop. And, and when you do when you do that for the first time, 
make sure you don't pick up drainage pipe. Yeah, you don't uh, want the one with the slots. <laughs> you don't want the perforated one, right? You want it solid. Yeah. <laughs> I get home. I get home and I because I didn't. I just picked it up, grabbed it, out the door I went. Right. I get home. I stretched it out and I'm going. Well, that ain't gonna work. You'd have to take a piece of that and cut it and put it on top of a piece of that other, and then you'd have a double decker. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. I just took it back and got the right one, <laughs> which is better. Oh, man. Benzo ate five tacos. That's all. Really? He, he, he didn't say he was done. Mm -hmm. Mm, Taco Tuesday. Five tacos down. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say he was stopping. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, I've laid them in creeks when I when I know a rainstorm is coming. I found some flower gold. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm leaving it in over the wintertime. Stay down during a flood. Uh, we have a New England warning. Uh, ticks are out. They're out in force. Uh, went for a quick walk in the woods and found three so far. Teeny little buggers crawling on me. Hope I don't find any stuck. Green bug spray. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, that's like drying the gold in the oven in a pan on warm. Well, don't use the plastic pan. <laughs> Only good for one shot. Right, right. They'll make uh, a heck of a blob in the bottom. Well, it worked yeah. all right the first time. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the day that I put a piece of plastic in the machine and I got a phone call. And I stepped outside the door to talk on the phone call, and the machine was on and running. The heater was on. <clears throat> and I didn't think nothing about it until I got off the phone call and walked back in. And when I did, I found that, that plastic does have a point that it actually does drip and fall apart and, yeah, bubble, and it goes, yeah. So, yeah, it was like it had been cooking for like 20 minutes. I mean, I usually cook one for like six and a half minutes to make a part so 20 minutes it cooked that part it was like this i had a mess had to clean it all up so yes it's a Sean, free, it's a free country ron it's a free country <laughs> you are welcome just leave a 150 super chat no i'm just kidding dude <laughs> don't kidding. forget the five rule <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nick Moeller, how you doing? Any so tips for a new channel starting out? Uh, yeah, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint race. Um, it takes time. And everyone first videos suck. Take it from me. All of my early videos suck. Um, Damn, I made a hundred and they still suck. It will come along. Uh, organic's the way to go. If anyone wants a sub for sub, 
I back off from it. So uh, I would suggest getting tips from Nick Nimmin. Um, if you're into live streaming, uh, live streaming pros, and you could also check out Ed Marvin Live, his channels on my channel, uh, down at uh, Friends of Flashing Your Fan, I think I call those channels. But uh, that's my other channel where I talk about my mistakes and I, I go through what I've learned about live streaming and how to make stuff for those on a budget. Um, if you use a mobile, I strongly suggest checking out Dean Nimmin at Master Your Mobile. Um, there's a few channels that could help you in the right direction with like channel art. Uh, it's very important to use your about page but that ain't what this channel's about you could check out my other channel it's kind of like that i just started it not long ago um but hello jeff Eatley. it's a sprint it's not a sprint race it's a marathon it takes time Lisa, good to see you. Hi, Lisa. Somebody just asked me if I had any water tables yet, and I just made a batch today. I got six that need to be trimmed, but they can be out in two days. They go in a two-day box, and anywhere in the U.S., they'll go for $139. So uh, what about everything. Canada? Um, Randy I don't, Lewis well, about they, Canada. I don't know how those boxes go to Canada. I have to investigate that. Um, our two-day boxes... Oh, sorry. Yeah. He'll find out for you, Randy. Yeah, uh, we can ship one. I mean, there's no problem with that. But I've got them. Y'all get in touch. Just uh, spikesprospecting at gmail.com or whatever, you know, Facebook message or go to my channel and message me there. Um, and if you are watching this and you're not subscribed, I'd appreciate it. I really would. So, uh, yeah, can't have enough friends in the groups. So. I, I want to talk about someone from a group, a community inside YouTube. I brought him up, uh, the Nimmin brothers, D and Nick. Uh, Jeff uh, Italy is a photographer, has a really good channel on photography. Um, so he's a really good guy. Thanks for joining us in chat. Or in our live stream kick back relax hey jeremy how you doing partridge family prospecting yeah the partridges how you doing mama partridge and papa partridge jeremy the partridge family <laughs> Re reminds me of a television show <laughs> Digging, digging. My website since my surgery has not been put back in per in order, so you can send me direct message, or you can go to my Etsy or my eBay, and I'm about to list them on my Amazon. So 
they'll be in all the different places, you know, real soon here. I'm just trying to get everything back on back moving. So uh, you had a big hit to your business and home last year. Uh, it's good to see you, Jeff. Thanks for coming in. Yep. Spike, did you read that message I sent you? I have not. But I will go look. We have Bob McCoy in the house. Bob McCoy. Bob. Good seeing you, Bob. Peace I heard Trails. Since last time when you asked me if I was running for my walking stick, and I said yes. Still ready. <laughs> James, what's up, James? Partridge family prospecting. How are you tonight? BC Trails. Hi. Good to see you. He tried making a vid for you and all and Andy for the pay dirt. And well, I ended up making a Facebook instead. Was the best <laughs> pan of the year by far. <laughs> I'm working on it, he says, Jesse. I see that. I said, okay. Ah, oh, my big brother's in the house. Hey, yeah, James. I said, oh. If you guys haven't hit that like button, go ahead and do it now. We can't tell. I can't tell whether everybody's hit the like button yet or not. Well, we have I got no numbers on my likes. side. 21 out of 49. Someone just hopped in. GPU, what's up? Hey, Jeff, good seeing ya. GoPro Unlimited. So what's in the new for Spike Strike? You told well, me you had some new stuff up your sleeve. Yeah, I got a couple things. I got the mold made for uh, a blank. You know, I made a sluice called the Enimat sluice when I first started doing these a couple of years ago. And I put a piece of place at the bottom where you could put a piece of mat. And the only complaint I ever really got was a guy calling, he complained, he said, I'm not getting any gold in that sluice in the bottom, in the mat. And I said, well, <laughs> you getting gold in the sluice? He said, yeah, in the drop ripples I am, but not in the mat. And so I asked him, I said, well, That'd be a good problem to have. And he said, you know, I feel so stupid. And after that, I just quit dressing and trying to push them. So I got to looking and thinking about it. And I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to put the mat in the beginning of it and let them put a big old piece of dream mat or docs mat or whatever they want in it. And then once they do that, I'm going to have a couple of drop ripples at the bottom end in case anything gets away from them. And that's going to be a blank for them to put that rubber mat in that they want to buy. So that's what we got coming and they're sitting in a little sump so they're down in it and nothing can get out nothing can get under the mat and get out from under the mat so um they're basically just like my any mats loose i'm just flipping everything around and putting a whole lot more mat in it for the ones that want a bunch of mat so that's what's going to happen with that cool. i've been playing with a batea pan and a little crazy design in the bottom of it 
I figure I can't just shape one, you know, with a flat. That wouldn't make sense. Why would I do that? Lynn Duncan wants one. Say again? Lee Duncan wants one. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people saying they want one. I so, want you know. one. Yeah. But yeah, I got a couple things going, you know, so. Benzo said, complaint, the double deuce makes too many tailings all day cleaning out tailings. Well, yeah, tailings is one thing, concentrates is another. If you're making a lot of tailings, that means you're moving a lot of dirt. And that might be why Benzo got more gold last year than he ever got before, right? It might be him to say, I don't know, but I think it's because he moved a lot of dirt through that double deuce. Classifying as you run, I mean, the secret to running double drop riffles is not clogging them up. And the way we don't clog them up, stack two layers of them and classify them. So you watch, watch Benzo's video on the double deuce and that explains it all. Uh, the one he did about a week and a half ago really explains it all. Done. We'll have to wash it. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing um, I've been doing a, a live on uh some Friday nights with some Alaska episodes of the Alaska show from when I was on the Alaska episode that year, and uh, so I'm in about sixteen out of the twenty episodes. So. I'll just take a while there and throw one up and do a reaction live to it every now and then on a Friday night. So been doing that. I hadn't set a schedule and started doing them regular, but it's something I just play with. So. Uh, that's right. The Magnetic Squatch Treasure Hunters Unite. Spike, are you in the chat room? Yes, I am. Type something in there so people can see you. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, uh, Spike's channel's URL is down in the description below. Uh, so, but don't leave now. We're not over with. Yeah, don't, don't run off. And there's my email address for anybody who wants to contact me direct. That'd be a good way to do that. So... Oh, in case he happens to be listening, he may or may not be. Happy birthday, Bill Brewer. Yeah, happy birthday to Bill. What? Good night, Sonia. Good night, Sonia. Glad you made it in for a little while anyways. Let's see. Secret prospecting said I made a double deuce last weekend. For a little while, she was okay. here over an now, hour. Now, secret creek prospecting. I'll be honest. You didn't make a double deuce. You made a over under sluice. Double deuce. That's mine. Okay. Don't be stealing <laughs> the name. I mean, I got a little deuce and a double deuce, and they're gonna be the big deuce too. It's gonna be huge. Dennis, Just Dennis, wait Dennis till you see it. Double deuce. Just because I got a design, you don't have to steal the design idea. You know, you can, <laughs> you can copy it. Just don't steal the name, okay? Fair enough. I mean, copy my ideas. That's fine. I don't care. Just don't steal the name of what I'm calling it. That's not right. Are you so, sure Dennis didn't have that name first on his? Who's that? Dennis Dayton. Dennis Dayton. What's that? He's got a double D. D double deuce? No, mm -hmm. it's a double D. 
Right, it's a double D. You're it, right. It's a yeah. flare for a sluice. It's uh, aluminum. It's nothing like the double D's. Hey, Marlon, how you doing? Mar videos, good to see you. Mar videos, how are you tonight? So, I got somebody in this chat trying to pick a fight and ask me questions, you know, and he just asked me one. Y'all see it right there. And I'm going to choose to ignore him because that's the way I normally deal with him is ignoring him. So that's going to be this way I'm going to live with that. Okay, so y'all just. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not, we don't talk politics in here. Not uh, going so to. If, if you uh, want to talk politics, kind of, go find another channel. It ain't that kind of channel. Right. He might do that on his, but y'all are not doing that, and I'm not going to get involved. He can take it home. Um. We all have our opinions, and it's still a free country. So, and, and Jack, you should know better. Outdoorsy Gallo, good to see you, Chrissy. I Chrissy. hope you're feeling better. Uh, say hi to John. Um, me personally, I think everyone in DC, they all talk a bunch of, and two heads on the same snake. So. <laughs> they don't take care of we the people and that's all it needs to be said uh, yeah not take yeah yeah i've been i've been an independent my whole life i intend to stay that way and i have no opinion about a damn thing is adam in here yes adam is hey, here yeah. and What's it up? was ziggy's birthday on the fourth oh, happy birthday ziggy happy birthday ziggy Surprised you don't have a uh, uh, a kid named Iggy, Ziggy, and Diggy. That's right, Benzo. Only talk. I don't know politics. We do talk in here. It has to do with mining. It has to do with yeah. mining laws and that kind of crap. Right. And we really don't even talk that much about it. No, probably would talk about it if we ever had like Shannon Poe on or. Or, right. Um, Shit, uh, that's all we talked about. <laughs> public lands for the people, right. or DLP. Exactly. If we had uh, like Dave McCracken of the New Forty ers out of Happy yep. Camp, you know, and but we try to stay away from religion and politics because there's two things that will start a fight real quick or a war. And that's politics and religion. <laughs> yep. That's it. Which that and gold. People get people get uptight about gold too, you know? So now they are. Uh, some get all Sierra Madre on your ass. And... Mm, you know, the whole deal. They freak out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go in a gold room and watch two pounds of it go across the table and then, then think about it and say, you know, I didn't need a piece of that. None of that's mine. It's for all those nice people. Yeah. You know, that's the way you got to look at it when you do that. It ain't well, yours. The, the thing in, I've known in the prospecting and treasure hunting community and whole spike, um, it will bring out the best or the worst in a person. It all depends on their heart and their mind. It yeah. all depends on their soul. You know what I mean? If they have a bad soul, it brings out the worst. If they have a good soul, it brings out the best. 
and sometimes you don't want to listen to the other people in your head. <laughs> uh, Somebody asked me if I had any gold porn. Yeah, they want to see your nuggets. You just saw some a little bit ago. He was doing a I table. Don't, I don't think I got anything much big out here, but let me see. Y'all see this little bottle? Can y'all see this? It's the the print's kind of gone on it now, but it says stool sample. Put that in your bag and carry it through the airport. Nobody will touch that damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to. I'm going to show y'all what what I found. I don't want to see those kind of nuggets. Yeah, I was up at Catch Market, my camp at Catch Market, and I was metal detecting with a a Fisher Goldbug Pro. And and it, um, the detector went off and it was starting reading a target and it was reading two different targets at the same time, right in this wash. I hope y'all can see these. Darn. Okay. Let me get up where y'all can see. Okay. This little square nail, this, this square nail was showing up at four inches under the ground. And so I dug it and I found it and I pulled it up. Well, then I went back over the hole and it kept going off. And it was running like a 52 on the gold bug. So that's what was at the bottom of the holes at seven inches was that little chunker. So, <laughs> but yeah, I found the nail and then that was dead right directly under it almost. But that little but square nail had been in that wash for a long time. So, and that's why they say dig all targets. Yeah. And, al- and all always targets. double check your hole, you know? Always double check your hole. Definitely, definitely. But Bob Drake, square nails do matter. (laughs) Well, there was there was old sluice built there one day that had a lot of them old square nails in it, probably. You know. So. (laughs) Hello, pay dirt. Get away. How are you tonight? Well, I I know this. If you're sluicing and stuff, and you're finding nails and lead, keep going. Keep digging. Keep digging. So I've, I know I've mentioned this before, but Bob McCoy makes some awesome walking sticks and canes and staffs. Beautiful stuff. Uh, Tidewater magnet thrower. Any suggestions for a good metal detector for beach? Uh, the Equinox 800's good. It has a beach mode. It's really good with salt water. Um, any else? We're all Mind Lab users. Yeah. Oh, your. What about your Garrett? You've never used that on the beach, have you, Jesse? Um, I use my 350 on the beach. Found a lot of uh, tinfoil. <laughs> Bolt heads. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I should have brought up the big gold with me. I had like a quarter ounce nugget in the house I found and I didn't bring it out. So Oh man. Well next time gotta bring well, it, more gold. I think you've seen it before, but yeah. Probably. I'll bring another one out. So but hey, gold yeah. porn's always good. I don't care how many times. Yeah. Spike, <laughs> did you see, Spike, did you see my first uh Nuggets I ever found melee texting? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I have to show the same old gold porn. 
Well, the one I just showed you is the biggest, the biggest one I ever found with a metal detector was one I just showed you. And actually, you know, it's about the only one I ever found with a metal detector, to be honest. I ain't never had much luck with a metal detector. Um, oh. I found hot struts in the creek, but, you know, oh, nice. Yeah, those, those, those are my first three found them all in that same day. Those come out of California? Yep. I could tell that by looking. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, uh, watch, uh, uh, Goldsmith's, not Goldsmith's, Smith's Gold video, uh, 2000, uh, what? And the Gold Diggers. Yeah, yeah. Watch that video, you'll see where we all, we wound okay. up with uh, about an ounce and a quarter. No, the, that's not you, but Gold, but it's just say no. Gold Mountain. Gold Mountain. Gold, gold Mountain Gold, gold. but it's gold not the Yuba. Uh, we're 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 under gag orders. We can't name the river or nothing. All you, all you get out of us is Gold Mountain. California. Wayne Nugget Brain Peterson. Hey, hey Wayne. How you doing, Wayne? Zoltan. Good to see ya. Yeah, little Sierra Chokers. Yeah. I like them. I like gold. <laughs> I like gold. I like finding gold. gold. I like what gold can buy me. It's actual wealth out of the ground. Yeah, like well, finding it. I had new, quite a bit new, put up in 2013. Yes. New yeah. Real. 2000. Yeah. 2013, I had a pretty good bit of gold put up, and that's when I had my accident and hurt my neck. I had to have the neck surgery, and I was fighting the workers' comp and broke, and I had no choice but to sell gold, and I hated it. But you know the only good thing about it? It was 1930 or something like that when I sold it. There you go. So, yeah, I didn't mind it as bad. And well, so I, you know what the best part about that is? There's more. Well, yeah, I found more sense, but I mean, not that kind of, you know, <laughs> not that kind of quantity and got in that kind of gold, but I'll get back in it one day. So, yeah, I need to get back to claim in Alaska. We got one up there, me and my buddy. I need to get up there. So I need to get that done. Draw us a map. No, I don't think we'll just keep that to ourselves, too. You know how those spots are. They, 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 they claim on it, so you can't go there. Yeah, yeah you can unpin it now. I don't claim junk. And everything around it's plain too. I mean, that's the thing about it. Everything around it. So uh now yeah. well that's it's a claim so I could hike it and film it. Film it's, bears you can get forty miles off the road, eagles. you can get to it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. it's about forty miles from the road in Nome and about thirty miles out of Nome before you get off the road. So yeah, it's out there. No, I, one I of those rich where, guys flies out there in a helicopter and has them drop him off. I I only go where I'm invited and have permission. Oh yeah, yep. if I go, I'd be taking other women, but I ain't planning to go anytime soon. I'm I'm not healthy enough right now, not this year. So I got plenty to do to keep me busy. All uh, my little projects and ideas and things I'm making and turning out, and you know, Amazon's kind of took off. I've been real happy with that, guys. So uh. Moto you know. mining. I found my three nuggets the same day Jesse found those three nuggets. 
with my Equinox 800 in prospecting mode. I, 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 they just need to make the coils so it will radiate all the way around so right. you can put the coil down in cracks. Um, like the what does Todd and Bennett or I mean, Todd, yeah, they can do it. Todd and Gary Tutos has one. Uh, the Mind Lab Bennett has can too, right? Mm -hmm. But yes, there's those two. I, I have I talked to them. someone with connections with Mind Lab, so you never know what may happen. So. The suggestion was put out there. Yes, yes. And maybe if Debbie ends up coming with some people who represent Mind Lab to Flash Bash, uh, Debbie's, uh, she works for Mind Lab USA. So, you know. Maybe she'll bring some beta testers with her. Right, right. You know. Here you guys know. try these out. You, dang Skippy, will try them out. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll try out anything you want. Yep. Um, I I like my Equinox 800 Moto. Um, like there there was something else. Um, Willie, find anything weird that wasn't gold related while digging for gold. Hmm. Uh, trap before I've dug, I've dug up dredge buckets, uh, little small ones that were like this big by that deep, rounded bottoms. I've dug up some of those. Well, isn't um, that related to gold? Yeah, I guess it would be. Um, <laughs> well, most places I go digging, I mean, there's nothing there but go. I mean, wagon wheels and Right. Um, I found bearings and you know all kind of things like that. I mean, all the heavy. And I'm sure that's all gold related too. Yeah, yeah I mean, all is it come off of a wash plant right. or something that was running in the area? I'm sure you know. So, right. You know, when you get out in the wilderness, if you find anything like that, well, somebody probably had it there mining because there's no other reason it got there. So, um, you know, when you got get that far out, you know, that's what happens. So, for any of you veterans out there disabled or vets they have a blue bowl and want to try the uh the dream mat insert david's giving away for them right now go to dream mat usa grab you up one. Oh yeah and speaking of veterans also guys anybody's a veteran do a 10 percent discounts on my site and you can just contact me direct and we'll transfer that to you cost so just do that nice. we'll take care of you very cool yeah I've been, I've been doing that for a long, for two, over two years on my site. Yeah. When site quit working, taking money. I just, you know, I do it, you know, it's when people tell me about it, I'll take care of it. So that saves you 13, $14 on a water table. How about that? So. No, that ain't lucky. Lucky died. That's mama. Mama, hush. Can't you see that red light that says live on it, girl? <laughs> That's what she was wondering. Does that mean live? Meow, meow, meow. Does that mean live now? Uh, Mama was saying hi, everybody. Hi, Mama. I'm in my bag They all say hi back, Mama. No. Oh. <laughs> Somebody dug up a beer can. There you go. 
Yeah. That's the thing about a metal detector, man. You can dig up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially Ooh, back, yeah. back in the old day. I mean, my first one was a, a gold bug. I mean, original gold bug. And then the gold bug two. And then later on, the gold bug SE. You know, and I'll be honest, I like the SE better than any the other two myself. I mean, the two is probably more for nuggets and places that, that that can be done at, but I'm not in an area where that's good at. So I'm better off with the pro SE for me, you know, so where I'm at. So yeah, speaking of metal detecting, Sunday on Easter, I was over at my son's house and uh, my metal detector and my asked my granddaughter if she wanted to go metal detect the volleyball court where they're at. So yeah, yeah, she she likes to play, she likes rocks and stuff. Went over there and I added to my car collection. Ta -da. Oh wait. I turn my camera on, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm showing you my car, my camera's turned off. <laughs> Colorado Gold Guide, Brandon, welcome, welcome. Got me a Mercedes or uh yeah, no, a Lamborghini. Found a few of them at my house. Yeah, I know. I found this one. I was volleyball court. It was about eight, <laughs> eight inches, ten inches deep. It was buried deep. I found a silver quarter under your your clothesline, Dano. Uh huh. But my uh, my granddaughter really uh, enjoyed it. She had a blast, so she'll probably wind up with my three fifty. The Lobo's <laughs> a good gold detector torso. Too bad they're out of business. The little dredge bucket you have picked. Found one last summer. Still not sure what kind of mine it was used in load or plus or uh, Oh, that's cool, Bob. It would have been a it would have been a placer mine, and if it's shaped the way I'm talking about, it would have been mounted on a belt. So it would have been on a belt you know, belt drive thing, you know, where the belts would come around and fill up and they wouldn't get really full. I mean, they'd be about half to half to maybe three eighths full, you know, but I mean, when they continuously go all day long and never stop, I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to. So right. that's the one we seen. They were, they were, had these big rivets or big bolts that bolted them to a belt. So. I don't know about that no i don't think it would be a drag line no it wasn't it'd been a bucket line type dredge yeah. most likely yes um i got i got one somewhere i could get you a picture of it and show it to you one day so hey jefferson state gold i got a couple oh, of dredge buckets gold. around well some mines used them for like lifts like in grain silos and stuff and uh, had little bucket lines to hoist gold up constantly. Well, they would take it from where or, they were digging or, it, dumping in a hopper, and take it on up. You know right, that kind of right. thing. Yes. But uh, yeah. I've I've seen some crazy mining contraptions in my lifetime. I mean, and I'm and sure you, you go to Nome and look at some of the stuff that they got up there, and you just go, "What in the world?" Um, I'm I've sure seen you them, made I, a few yourself, Spike. Well, I invent some crazy stuff, but nothing like some of this stuff. <laughs> I seen, I seen a big crawler that these people had up there back in '99, 2000, 
this thing had had four wheels on it and they were probably eight feet tall and about three feet wide and they rode it out into the ocean and it had a big old sluice up on it and they'd take it and scoop it and put it up in it and then just drive it along and do it and all this but wasn't long but one day it got turned over in the ocean and it was laid on its side and hydraulic fluid everywhere and and it stayed broke more than it worked you know and so i mean that didn't go long and then y'all know Vern <laughs> tried that deal one time with an underwater crawler deal or whatever and well yeah i, I think mean, he's gonna try it again well people have tried every crazy idea in the world i've seen up there um uh, pomeranke and then with them big excavators getting where they're getting to is about the most killing it way I've seen done. I mean, I've sat right. at the beach and watched them do it right off the ocean there over and over, you know? So, um, you know, you can just watch how they do it. Right. I'm amazed right. they haven't tried to buy the camp from, uh, from you know, Tom, if Tom still got it and use it for a port to bring those dredges in and port them up down there and get them away from town some, maybe some, I don't know. You know, especially when weather's bad and like uh, Vern's got those claims at Sledge Island out off there. And that's another, you know, that's 15 miles on past cripple you know up, up the beach so uh that's a long way out there to get out and the weather get bad so hey ted gold but yeah i tried my hand at the ocean dredge and i had enough of that real quick i didn't like it too much so i don't think everybody, i'll do that everybody brian, everybody brian wilder he's uh getting into it he's liking it yeah that's good i that's all for him i you know y'all i know a lot of y'all know steve phillips I yeah. went out with Steve Phillips on one of his dredges back years ago, and um, he was sitting in his little chair, rocking up on the top of it in his little rocking chair up there, and I was down on the nozzle, and there's sixes, and um, I was just working away, and all of a sudden, I just kind of, you know, I don't know why, but I just, you know, not getting down like this, working, all of a sudden, I just kind of looked up, and when I looked up, all of a sudden, I just seen these big old gnarly teeth about that far from me staring me straight in the eye and then it went and took off and it was Wolfield's what i find out later and i panicked i mean you know he he went around me and i didn't know where he went and so for two minutes i was down there trying to work and i couldn't breathe i was like oh no 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 uh -uh. and so that's that's when i decided i'd go to the top i got to the top told steve about it and he just laughed and laughed. <laughs> no, no. He said, yeah, that was a wolf bill you run into. And he said, you should have just sucked him up the hose. And I said, he wouldn't fit up that hose. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, that thing spooked me pretty good. And then probably two weeks later, I'm taking people back to town from GPA camp back to, um, back to the airport. And me and this guy named Bob Jones, we turned back onto the beach. And we dropped down onto the beach, past the old dredge, and start down the beach. We're driving along and all of a sudden I look over to the water and and I can see an orca and a little orca doing this way, right beside my truck, swimming up the, the coast right beside me. Nice. And all I could think about was, you know, when I put on a wetsuit, I look like that little baby seal that I seen him throwing up in the air out there, you know, when they're on the National Geographic. I said, uh, I don't think I'm going back in the ocean. I think I'm just gonna go back to the creek. And so I stayed in the creeks after that. I didn't, yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah, the Wolffield, they may not be, but if you dredge into their bed, you probably made them mad, is what I was told. And that's probably what I did. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't a good thing to do. So, yeah, not a good idea. So I could understand how that was scary. I, I had an otter scare the bejeebers out of me in a plunge hole 
on my claims in uh, northwest Washington. It, all I saw was a big black blur. And it went right past me and scared the bejeebers out of me. Well, imagine, imagine looking up and staring one in the face and then it darting around you and you not knowing where it went. That's what happened to me. And it freaked me uh, out. Yeah. And so, and yeah. deal, uh, what you really see are the teeth on it. And that's, enough. that's all you've seen. You know, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was too much. Right. Big old gnarly teeth or something. Yeah, they were mean. Uh, I freaked out looking at uh, in Florida, snorkeling around in the in the ocean, and I swam up on a on a grouper. You talking about a big fish? Those things are huge. Oh yeah, they're huge. He was he could have swallowed me. I just I just backed up. <laughs> uh, Jeff GoPro Unlimited. I don't think our friend Randy knows what. Um, you're abbreviating right there. Uh, that stands for No Gold Utah. Uh, <laughs> no Gold in Utah, USA. Uh, Randy, uh, Gold Pro Unlimited is just being cheeky. <laughs> guys, guys, I got a request for you. Okay, I want y'all to do me a favor. Now, Sunday night, I had a live broadcast, and I put on my, my glasses, and I went through a box of pay dirt that was sent to me from California. And it had two bags in it, and one of them had two little specks, and the other one had two little pickers. And then he said, that's all that's in there, two little pickers in each one. Well, I got about 50 little colors out of one and about 30 little colors out of the other, plus the two pickers out of each bag. So if y'all will allow me, Y'all send me a box, and I don't care. You ain't got to put gold in it. You can put lead. You can put titanium. You can put, uh, but yeah, put some gold too. That's okay. But if you do, I'll put on my glasses, the the spike glasses here. Y'all ready? And the Peter Assassin will show you how to get all that gold out in no time, instead of all that playing around and spinning dirt in the pan the way them guys do. Because. If you got time to play around and spend pay dirt in a pan, well, then you got time to do that. But if you want to go mining, go mine and clean your dirt up, keep moving. So let's show you how to get it done quick. That's what I'm going to tell you. So well, the more you can drop me a box, put something in it. 5668 Highway 11, Inman, South Carolina. Yep. <laughs> 29349. Yeah, if you are feeling really generous, you can just send me some pay dirt too. But they I mean, hey, no, I'm really, I mean, put put some of the nastiest stuff you got with with the blackest black sand, uh, the heaviest black sand. Uh, send magnetics and make me have to pull them out. You know, just prove I can do it. I mean, I will find a way to attack whatever you send live and make it happen and do it. Hey, yeah. Wade, Wade. Wayne Peterson, send him a Nugget Brain Challenge special. Yeah. <laughs> send it. I don't care. Whatever it is. Oh, but you have uh, to do the challenge. You'll have to do the challenge. There'll be some kernels in it and everything. Know who Ed's saying send it already prepared. <laughs> there might be corn added. Yeah. Might be some corn or peanuts in it. You know, a little texture. <laughs> As long as I don't have to eat nothing in it, I'm okay. 
The square nails count. They count. You put some of them in, I'll find them too. Yeah. It's gonna find the it's gonna find the heavies, that's for sure. So I'm a the water table, once you get it tuned in, it's just you put it on the table and your bottle's clean and done. Um I've got a crazy idea to make a shaker table one day and it may happen, but you know, if I do it's gonna be a size that's you know not huge, it's gonna be maybe eighteen by three feet. 18 inches by 36 or something. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. And, you know, I mean, I've got some ideas and some, <coughs> some, you know, you know what I'm saying? Some ideas. So Moto I haven't got further than that. You yet. want a jar of magnetite? Sure. Moto mining, you name it. Yeah. Send it. If it's got any gold at all, I'll get the gold out. Send it. Mr. Lodak wants to, Mr. Lodak hey, wants to know. Saying, please do. I'll take bucket. I'll take a bucket of it. Much uh, you put $8 box. We'll live yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. yeah, my my buddy Justin gave me a, a five gallon bucket full of black sand and purple and red, you know, garnet sand. He said there ain't no gold at all in that stuff. I promise you, there's nothing in it. Now I could turn on the camera and go out there and get a scoop of it, put it on the table, and let y'all see what happens. But I done it here in my live the other night just to prove a point, and every scoop of it's got little specks in it. That he said there was no gold left in that bucket. And I got a five gallon bucket that's like that far from the top. GPU says he's working on a wave table. That's Good cool. night, Chrissy. Take care. Heal well. David David Villa wants to know if you roast your black sands. Uh I have in the past. Uh the, the ones I had in in Alaska I did all the time. Um Stuff I get around here, local, I don't that much, but I got a big bucket of it that I can do anything with and want to because it's still all here. It didn't burn up in the fire. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the way it worked in the fire, if if I stood up, everything from my nose up melted. So it melted all the sluices and everything that was up high. And, and everything that was below my nose pretty much was okay. I mean, I even had a GoPro camera that was sitting on a filing cabinet that would have been what that far below my nose and it was fine and still use it today so i wish only thing i wished is i wished it had been on <laughs> you could have captured it yeah if it had been on when the fire started it would have been really cool but it wasn't so that was you know as that was that was a mess i'm telling you, uh, you, you to remember what have you tried running uh uh raise dirt Russo? Well, you know, what he uh, what Ray got off of of his beach, I I'm sure Spike did his share of beach mining on Nome. He worked up there for years. That's true. Yeah. So. Bob Bob's asking me about the beach goal. I have to tell you, brother, it's uh I spent fourteen summers at the camp in Nome up there. And uh I ran a lot of the beach some summers up there, but you know, I didn't run the beach that often. I only run it when it worked for me. So if there was a two-foot overburden on top of the good stuff, I didn't go out there and shovel on it. I'd go do something else. I'd go up the river. But if I was riding down the beach and I seen purple sand on top and the sucker storm had come in and took away all the goodies and all the overburden, that's when I'd go to work. And I'd done that one time for three days, 16, 18 hours a day, did not stop. 
every day till the tide turned and the overburden got pushed back on the beach. And at the end of that, I had over 10 ounces of beach coal. So in one week's time, three days and about three days to clean it up. Yeah. To get that much cleaned up. I had, yeah. So, but I found out in years later that I could set up a drop riffle sluice that I got from California sluice box, set it up right beside them beach boxes they were running and I could feed dirt in that thing and I would catch gold all day long, just like they did in those beach boxes. I cleaned up about half as often as they did, had nothing in the tub at the end of it and rerun the tub at the end of it just to be safe anyway. So, you know, it was unbelievable. I mean, that you could take a plastic high banker and do what, well, do what George was doing with some two by fours and plywood and some rubber mat. So yeah, same thing, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it did. So that's, sometimes the beach is real good and that's all the time I worked and done it because I didn't want to work up there. First year I was there, I went down there and moved overburden. I moved overburden, overburden, overburden. No, thank you. I'm done. You know, I ain't doing all that. And then one day I rode down the beach and seen the purple sand, jumped out the truck, tested it, put it in my hand, and it was like, I, went, or I got a handful of it. Jumped out the truck, run around, got a handful of purple sand. I ran down to the water and hand panned it in the ocean, like this, in the ocean. And then I looked in my hand with my back to all the people that was in the truck because I was bringing them from the airport into camp. Okay, so I looked down in my hand at it. And I bet there were 200 little colors in my hand, 200 in my, between all the cracks in my fingers, everywhere. There was, I mean, there was everywhere I looked, there was a line of a little gold in my hand where I took that purple sand down there and hand painted. So I took my hand and dumped it in the water and wrenched it off and gave it back to the ocean, throw my hands up in the air in disgust, went and got back in the truck, headed back to camp. And the first question was, well, did you find anything? Well, naturally, I said, nah, wasn't nothing much to it. And we ended up in camp. So uh, they didn't even have their luggage and their hooches. And I went by them with the trailer in nine buckets headed for the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I started that Sunday night. And I run Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday morning when I got up, the tide had turned and it covered it all back up. And that's when I had closed up. But I was taking nine buckets at a time in a trailer, hauling them over, putting them in a river box, running and running them through the box on the river with fresh water out of the river because they run so much better. Because there was so much ocean current, you couldn't get a foot valve to stay in the ocean. So they had the beach closed down. So nobody could work on the beach. And so the best way to do it was just haul nine buckets at a time, about half full, and take them back to the river and run them through a box. So Everybody was sitting in the in the chow hall, and I'd ride by, and uh, I'd come in and get a fig newton and an orange tang, and go back out the door, a hot chocolate, and go back out and go back to work, and then I'd come back through, and I'd go down and run my buckets, and I'd come back through again. Well, the whole time I'm doing this, my dad is sitting in the chow hall, and uh, every he said, "Yeah, I got to tell you, son." He said, "Every time you walk out of here." He said, then people start talking about how crazy you are. <laughs> and they do. He said, they were talking about how crazy I was. So I just kept working. I didn't stop. I worked every day. And then on Friday, Friday, when it was the day where you bring in your stuff and sell it in the store, you know, in the, in the, in the saloon, in the uh, chow hall there, you put your stuff on the table to sell it. I never brought anything in to sell it. I didn't have anything I wanted to sell. Well, 
I wasn't planning on selling this either, but I figured the best way for it to be seen was just bring it in. So I had one of those Jack Daniels mini bottles completely full of gold. So I brought it and I set it on the table in front of me and just let it sit there. Now, the funny part about this, guys, y'all ready for this? At that time, that was in 2004. Yeah, no, yeah, four, three or four, three or four. I can't remember. But gold was about $285 an ounce at that time, okay? And I didn't sell it to anybody. I kept it. And that's the gold I sold after I got hurt and had to have my neck surgery. So that's the 10 ounces that I sold. So think about that. And, you know, I found it at 275 but, you know, I got rid of it at 1900 So it don't matter when you find it. That's the point. It never matters when you find it. It matters what you sell it for. So, you know, or what it's worth when you get rid of it. So. Yep. So yeah, uh, free shipping, right? Is that what you said? Oh yeah, I'm doing free shipping on the, on the water tables and most stuff I'm doing now is free shipping. I've got, uh, I've got the, uh, I've got a, a lot of stuff on Amazon. It's all free shipping on there. Everything I do on Amazon is free shipping. So double deuces are on there, free shipping anywhere. Uh, gold rounds, $39 free shipping. I got be back to those. I'm going to start on tomorrow, get made. Uh, this is the last one in the house. So as uh, soon as it's, I had to get a bunch of plastic in the door. So it all come in yesterday. So we'll be making a bunch of those. And so I got those and the bucket concentrators and I'm about to list the water tables on the Amazon. That's coming next, so. Very cool. You just have your Spike Gold page and Facebook Spike or yeah. do you have Spike Strike? I got completely hacked when I was in the hospital with my back surgery, Ed, and lost my Facebook account. That's the reason there's not the Spike Little John account that I had for all that time and the Spike's prospecting equipment page uh -huh. with it. And uh, I had somebody a couple of days ago give me the information that I need to call somebody that can maybe help me get that back. So I'm going to try to do that. So that's my plan is to get that done. So uh, I'd like to get that account back. Uh, when I got out of the hospital, I just had to do something to get back in contact to open up another one. And uh, you know, it's over. It's over a thousand people in seven, eight months. You know, I mean, I wish, I wish my goal, uh, I wish my YouTube grew as fast as my Facebook. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> well, yeah. YouTube's a marathon, right? Well, I mean, I started my first go. You go back and look. My first YouTube video was ten years ago, and it was me flipping a go kart. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Or champ card, actually. Yeah, I well, got up in the tires and flipped it. So uh, rolled it all the way down the embankment to the bottom, rolled it back on its wheels, and drove off. So I, I have I have a video from 08, I think it is, where my son is using my River Banshee skimboard, waveboard, or wakeboard, not wake. Uh, rapid it's for surfing rapids and uh, it's nothing more than a skim board but uh, we have a, a it comes with a bungee cord 
we stretched it out, hooked it up to my <laughs> bumper, and there's this big, huge puddle, Western Washington, of course, uh, a big puddle, the whole field, baseball diamond was a puddle, so we all pull the bungee back, and they'd be skimboarding and doing pop, pop shovets <laughs> and stuff, and that's one of my first videos, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, I put that one up just as a lark at that time. And, you know, I started making prospecting stuff, what, three years ago? So, you know, I was, you know, I was selling California sluice box stuff and perfectly fine. Been doing eBay that way for, what, eight or ten years. And uh, then Dale got sick and closed up, and so I couldn't get his stuff. And I said, well, you know, I can do this. I'm pretty industrious, so I just started trying to make them as parts. The first ones were terrible, and then I made a machine, and it was okay. And then I made my new machine, what I call Big Girl over there, and I'm just so proud of that thing. I mean, you know, I could have spent $13,000 and bought a machine to do this. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you, you built all your, your machines, right? Yeah, I build the machines, the molds. Everything. Um, you know, pretty much all of it. I mean, you know, and it's all in-house. I don't have any... Um, I got Michael Myers, my buddy, uh, up, up the mountain up here, does some side plates for me for dredges. Michael when somebody Myers, wants those. does he that, wear a mask? And yes, he does. Yeah. You got to worry about him. Yeah, you got to yeah. worry about him. Especially around <laughs> Halloween, huh? Yeah, I stay, I don't let him behind me. <laughs> Speaking of See, devil, when, we're, when we go dredging, I put him in the hole and I stay behind him. Yeah. Speaking of the devil, look who just popped in. Our buddy Brian Wilder, American Gold Prospect. Check Prospectors. it out. How you doing there, Brian? What's up, Brian? Uh, and Hit Me came in. How's it going? Hit Me. What's Good your, to see you, brother. What's your other channel's name? Well, mine, I got the Frugal Fixer Spike. Oh, okay. I was doing Spike first. Frugal Fixer. No, I'm not calling in, Brian. Yeah, that's, that's the channel I'm trying to do, the other crazy stuff and trying to keep all the gold of this one and all the, the manufacturing to this one. So on that one, I've got greenhouse, uh, some tile jobs. Uh, I got a big battery project I've been working on. I've been doing this thing for a month and a half, and I got all this footage put together. And eventually I'm going to make the video, but it's got so big now that I don't think I can make it all in one video. So I don't know. Hold on. Well, I'm gonna have that channel in here also. Y'all ever y'all ever heard of uh, putting Epsom salt in a battery to bring it back to life? Oh, I've never heard of that. Well, I've heard of people talk about you could do it. You know that you could put, okay. you know, Epsom salt in a battery, and if it was weak, you know, or if it just wouldn't charge, it would. Sometimes they'll bring them back. And he said, you know, not all if it's got a mechanical problem, like, you know, a plate's bad or something uh, else, well, you know, but, you know. Yeah, so, sometimes what goes, yeah, well, sometimes what goes bad with batteries is you get all that uh, um, uh, corrosion inside uh, the plates. And exactly. what happens is you'll get enough corrosion that they start coming together and it shorts those two plates out. And the older uh, it is, the more that happens along. And that's why peroxide would probably clean that up because it'd right. break it all up. Well, the idea behind this is I've done a lot of research before I started to figure it out. Okay. So I said, you know, I want to figure this out. And if I'm going to do it, I want to figure out why it works or if it does, or if it does work. I mean, because 
There's people that's got a million and a half views on a battery doing this, and you ready for this? They never even showed it worked. <laughs> if it did or if it didn't, neither way, they done it, but it never even showed it worked or not. So yeah. I said, well, you know, that just doesn't make sense. So I'm doing one and I have three batteries or four batteries total. And one of them had real lot of calcification in it where it was all you know, calcified or whatever they call right, it. Right. Yeah, so all that was in it. So I said, well, you know, I think what I'm going to do is one guy said, you know, you just drain everything out, you know, and put it into a thing and then you uh, put Epsom salt in. And then another one says, well, you take it and you get everything out and then you put baking soda in it. And let that ball it out and break up all that calcification. So, okay. Baking soda sounds more like it to me because. And then you put Epsom salt back in it. Okay. That's what he's saying. So, you know, and so there's, you know, like you do it, just straight put Epsom salt in or you boil it out, then put Epsom salt. Or you can do like spike and just take your dang something to it and cut the whole top off the battery except for around the post. So you can look down in it and you can see exactly what it's doing. So I got one that I've cut the whole top off of and I'm doing that way. And we actually got to see if it decalcified the plates by looking at them. You know what I mean? So that's my video that I'm working on and it's been going on for six weeks. And cause you know, when you do one of those batteries, you can charge it up, but it takes two days to trickle charge it back to a full charge to see if it's going to work. Cause that's the way you have to do it. So. It's been a long, slow process, but you know, it's just sitting let over me, uh, in the corner, you know, not hurting anything. So let me uh, let me say hi to somebody who just came in, Andy. Sure. How are you tonight? Andy Thrax Mining came in. Yeah. Good to see you, Andy. Tim, you're 30 minutes north of Toledo. You must be in Michigan. <laughs> Sounds like it. So, Spike Gold Prospecting. I have I see that. of yeah. the pro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that process also. I've got a welder. This and coach, so digging, digging, will understand the, kind of what's going on around here. I have a, a 200 amp welder over here, too. So, y'all ever seen batteries dance on the floor? No, yeah. but I, it sounds like you have. Well, I, I know, I know enough to do it outside and to make sure I can run. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't blowing up, I ain't blowing up another shop, okay? Okay, does it dance in disco or what? What'd you say? Does it dance in disco? Oh no. Probably I can, disc like I, I can disco dance. Hey, y'all know I can disco dance, right? Y'all check this out. Ready? Here you go. I'm gonna stand up and do it. Ready? He says disco dance. He goes, this foot go here and this foot go here. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, disco dance, as good as it gets. Uh, let's go here, let's go there. You you know he's a rocker. Look at those uh -huh. axes behind him. Yeah, I'm used to do that a lot. I don't play as much anymore. Y'all have seen a me lot. back in the day when my hair was like this big, you know, like afro Yeah, mine. Well, they some pictures of mine that big. Y'all have to see them someday. 
I used to work for the Marshall Tucker band as a guitar tech. So yeah, I had to keep the image up. So I had to have this big old hair, head of hair running around, you know, that kind of deal. Would that have been like in the seventies? That would have been in the eighties. Uh, yeah. Eighties, early, actually early nineties. So yeah, big hair was still a thing for us then. Uh, oh, like your hair, a, Jesse, you, when you look, it had that big poof do. That wasn't a poof do. That was just my hair, dude. <laughs> oh, that's poof a nice dude. looking axe. Now, this is, I call Ambrosia. And I designed the body on the Fusion 360. It's a uh, See if I can get it up where you get a little shape to it. See what the shape looks like. Nice. My nephew builds custom guitars out of Vancouver. Now that's black walnut with a little sapwood down the middle. You know, where it had sapwood on it. And then mm -hmm. the front is ambrosia maple and black walnut here. And then the headstock is ready, Spike. Listen, listen. Yeah. So that's the only guitar that I ever got made on the CNC machine before the garage burned down. Mm. Here you go, Spike. This is uh. This this is me in uh, this is me in 1973. Yeah, wait, wait, let me. Oh Lord, yeah. You. There, you he looks like. There we go. Tony Orlando. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like Todd 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 Rundgren or whatever that guy's name was. Who? Whatever that guy's name, Todd something. Uh... Rundgren. No. Yeah, that him, that guy. Yeah, more like, wouldn't you say more like Carlos? I don't know. There's a lot of hair though. <laughs> yeah, there was. That's a lot of hair. Fact, hey, you want to hear? You want to hear a funny story? <clears throat> I got stopped one night by a cop, not for doing anything wrong. He pulled me over because he wanted to see who the chick was that was leaning on my shoulder. <laughs> There was nobody in the car but me. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can get this where you can see it. I don't know. Uh, closer, closer. Uh, you got a little bit of air. I ain't much, but it was it was bit. more later. That was at nineteen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it got it got uh, it grew more, and then now it won't grow that big anymore. So I don't even try. So that was about a year out of the army. Took a year out of the army. Yeah. Wow. Well, stop. Yep, that was about a year out of the army. There. <laughs> Looks like Tarzan and Groucho had a baby. Baby <laughs> 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 matter. <laughs> and that was that was a. When I went in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gracious. 
Moto, I'm going to put a link to my nephew's guitar shop in Vancouver, Washington. Unpanned. <laughs> yeah. funny, heavy, funny heavy metals. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, Brian, you know what really sucked about me getting pulled over like that? I didn't have a driver's license. Bastard. Yeah. Hell, I hadn't had a driver's license in like three years. <laughs> Brian got pulled over in a 1970 Charger just because the cop wanted to take a look at it. Mm -hmm. I got stopped for 115 and a 35 one time. <laughs> and the cop asked me what what happened well you know he said what you think you're doing i said well i didn't get in third gear <laughs> <laughs> it was an automatic transmission and it was up to that and it was going to go for third and that's when i the lights went on so yeah <laughs> We done a lot of stupid stuff when we were young. I know we all did. I, I see a bunch of it in the chat room too. GoPro got pulled over, popping wheelies. Oh yeah. I I got my first street bike taken away because I bought it behind my parents' back and hid it in my friend's garage when I was fourteen, and <laughs> I had a cop by Disneyland say. You look kind of little on that bike. You were controlling it all right. You just looked a little small. It was an old like six, Honda 61 301, I think it was. Doggone it. Parents sold it and kept the money. Yeah. Talk about punishment. No kidding. <laughs> Well, Ed, we're into overtime. Yeah, we're into overtime. Um, let me see. Back There it is. You know, I don't even want to talk about cars, some of the stuff I cars I had in the past. 55 <laughs> Chevrolet, 60, you know, 67, 68, 69 Camaros, all those Chevelles. I can't even remember all the cars I had. Yeah, my my the car that I'm I, that I regret the most getting rid of was a '65 Impala SS 409. Had a three speed in it because the four speed had been tore out, and my dad brought it at the auction for hundred and seventy five dollars. I wish I would have never got rid of my '74 El Camino. Yeah. Camino. I liked it. Worked in auto body at the time as a painter's helper, and it was starting to get really nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, it's that time, and we're into overtime. Spike Littlejohn, thank you very much for joining me, us, at such short notice. I, I appreciate Glad to join it. You. Um everybody all of you out there thank you very much for joining us and being part of the flash fam we really appreciate it and we're all getting really excited about flash bash for all of you that are coming 
I'm going nuts myself. I don't know about getting excited. <laughs> I, got uh, I got you some door so prizes getting ready. More. I'll get them up there to you, brother. Thank and, you uh, very much. I got your your water table too, so you'll have your special water table. Nice. Put all nice. your lead in. Nice. Like you get all that my lead gonna, out in the spike strike water. Does that table. mean you're gonna you're gonna pass your old one on to one of us? Yeah, I could probably do that. I think that'd be a good idea. I could probably do that. I'm I'll probably going to send another one in a box, too. I'll, so. I'll have to think of a way to go about it. Thank you very much, Digging Digging It. Yeah, thank you. For the super chat. And don't forget, you can always go back. And oh, watch yeah, the super chat. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. And we're also on Anchor if you ever want to listen to our shows as a podcast format. Um, I believe if you just search Flashing Your Pan over there, you could find us. Uh, we're also on Spotify and several other podcast platforms. Um, what else? Oh, this show has been brought in part to you by flashingyourpan.com. If you're a U.S. vet, uh, you might be interested in taking advantage of Take a Vet Prospecting Project. Or, or if, if, you, if, if you're not a vet, if you're not a vet and you know a vet who would possibly be interested in getting into this, definitely, you know, send them our way. We'll hook them up. That's right. And you could also check out our gold panning demos if you have a church group, Cub Scout, Boy Scout, you know, whatever. Um, we do gold panning We do our missiles and weddings. No. <laughs> right. right. And if you ever feel froggy and want to hang with us on the river or have us help you show us show you what we know about gold and use our equipment and stuff take a gander at midwest prospecting adventures all that could be found at flashingyourpan.com and besides that no you don't have to buy nothing you don't have to be a member or anything to be part of the flash fam you're all very important to us and you're greatly appreciated. Um, we're having uh, Merlin from Mar Videos on with us next Tuesday night. I believe him and his daughter, uh, they're uh, treasure hunters from, I believe it's Alberta, uh, Alberta, Canada, I believe it is. Uh, really good people. Uh, he has quite the sense of humor. It should be a really, really, a really good show. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of his videos the other night after he was on, after you were on his show. Yeah. I went over and checked out his some of his videos. Funny. Funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let me, let me uh, tell you how much I appreciate you having me on, how much I enjoyed being with everybody and getting to meet, you know, and see some new people and um, appreciate the interest anybody who wants to get my stuff and you know just get in touch if you want something I'm about to get everything back in order and get back in back online and where we cool. doing commerce in a bigger way but 
I don't want to be too big anyway, guys. So don't worry. I mean, you know, nobody hurts my feelings when they don't bite. When they make my day is when they bite and they give me that message that says, yes, it works and I love it. That's what makes my day. So, you know. I, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for you to make something I can put on the bottom of a rocker box. What's that? The, the one of your forms. Yeah, one of your forms. In a rocker box? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That might be working. That might work. It'd be lightweight, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, kind of like being like a gold rim with a handle. Mm, uh, but, yeah, I guess. but wider, you know, wider, you yeah. know. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. You tell them. I'm William. open to ideas, you know. I mean, I've had people come to the shop and sit down and help me design stuff before. And sometimes it works real good. And sometimes, well, I have to redo it and do it over. But, um, well, you know. I do that all the time. <laughs> you know, I got I got crazy ideas, and sometimes they work real good. And like the double deuce is one of them. I mean, that thing kills. And the little deuce, it does the same. So, hey, thank you for having me, though. I don't want to do another commercial. I just want to tell you, thank you for letting me oh, be yes, here. Okay. You do. Yes, and you I love y'all. And um, I do appreciate you. So, no you're, problem, you're more than welcome, Spike. Yeah, pleasure having you on. And everybody, hey, thank you for filling in for us. That's well, right. We appreciate it's that. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Well, Otherwise, I was I talking to you yesterday and telling you I'd be glad to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that you did just yesterday. Yeah, you were talking to me about something, and I said, yeah, if you ever get a cancellation, let me know. I'll help you. And boom. And so, didn't yeah, know it'd be sure. the next day, did you? <laughs> yeah, we had no idea. I mean, right. I, I'd already, I, don't know, I was going to go to bed early tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. That Ed guy got a hold of it. It's all Ed's yeah. fault. Ask, yeah. ask Ruby. Yeah, uh, Dave, Dave says a, a hard liner for a rocker bed. That's what I was thinking. A liner that you can put inside of a rocker box. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe. Does that uh, work from both directions? Yeah. Shedding stuff off? Yeah, back and forth. Okay. Let me think about that a little bit. There you go. Okay. You got his well, gears moving. Let's once once the wheels everybody. start running, you know what happens. So, uh, right, right. Okay. Not JP. You know what, everybody? I need to stop this right now and go into our end credits, or we're going to be here for another hour and a half. Maybe right. two. And, you know, uh, I have to wake up early. But <laughs> I, I appreciate all of you being here. And, you know, Dano, Jesse, thank you. Rose, it's okay, sis. We understand. And again, Spike, always a pleasure. Everybody, love you. Take care. Oh, and Go ahead. know what? We're out of here. We're out of here. Bye-bye.
did it wrong, Benzo says. You did it wrong, Ed. You oh, threw it off. I'm done for the night. Well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home. Drop the mic.